Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. It was so powerful. It was so, 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 so very powerful that I said, listen, um, this morning you take the first half of the sermon. I'll do the second half. So we're going to tag team this morning. Is that all right? This has never happened in the history of the tributes. <laughs> Ever. She don't want a mic. She never no. led a song with me. No. On none I'm of my really. albums. She ain't want to do none of them songs. Mm. But I'm glad that you're uh, standing today in strength. Conquering yeah, fear. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah. it. I am. Yeah. What was powerful and what is powerful about what you're about to share, because I just want you to really just do the highlights of, okay. you know what I mean, of, of the sermon. Mm-hmm. What is powerful is you guys got to see uh, faith and the word in action like <laughs> she's talking about overcoming fears overcoming her fears yeah so i said if you did it to the smaller audience not that wednesday we consider you the smaller audience but literally uh how many of y'all were not here wednesday okay so that's what i'm talking about <laughs> so i want you to okay. conquer a greater fear today yeah. in front of more people and bring the word of god y'all clap amen. it up for pastor amen. amen amen thank you so much um, when, when he mentioned it again after Wednesday, I wasn't as, you know, I didn't have as much anxiety. And I didn't have hardly any this time. And that's a pure, pure miracle. And he said, babe, I want you to share that again Sunday so the masses can hear it. And I, and I was at peace. Um, but, but before Wednesday, whew, I thought I was going to die before I got up there. I was like barely making it. My heart was racing all week, but I made it. And I pushed through. But this is why I push through. Hold on, hold on. This is not just about her uh, conquering a fear. It's about conquering fear, period. Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, that's the whole point. I ain't up here trying to show off now. All right. But, yeah, so Wednesday was a supernatural thing for, for me and for all of us. I got a lot of phone calls and text messages saying that it was beneficial to them. And that was, I was so fulfilled with that. I was smiling for at least three days because the, the text kept coming. And so I felt so good about that. But the reason I feel like I'm here now is because of our pastor and my husband. Like I stated last week, he's been preaching about um, living it up for a whole year. And because he was so consistent in, in that, that teaching that I was able to stand on something. I said last week that a curriculum lasts for about a quarter, but he did it for a year. So how could we not come up? in a year and like I said it it was like a treadmill he never let up on it so that's why I was able to build build and build and I was able to to build a foundation that I can stand on so now I can reach because he told us this is the year to reach right but I wasn't reaching before this year so now that this is the year to reach and he said that as we go we'll be able to prosper and as we go really helped me too so so living it up helped me to stand on something as we go helped me to continue without anxiety and without fears, because as we go, takes the pressure off. 
You know, you're going through your journey, you learn as you go. But religion taught us that we had to know everything right now. And I think that was the biggest fear in my heart. I'm like, man, I should know everything now. I'm 39, I, ain't, I don't know everything, but it's okay not to know everything. Amen? So I want to talk about not just facing your fears, but overcoming your fears. And I'm like, oh, and remember I said Wednesday that I was only up there for 20 minutes? I was up, my cousin said after, he said, cousin, you wasn't up there for 20 minutes, you was up there for 50 minutes. And I was like, what? Yes, I did it. So I'm not going to stay up here this long because I know my husband got to come up. But it's a simple message, but it's very powerful. It's very powerful. And here we go. Let's talk about it. There's different kinds of fears, right? Fears manifest in different ways. Some people isolate themselves because of fear. Some people got to be around people so much because they're scared to be alone. But the fear that I, I want to talk about, this symptom is anger. And sometimes fear manifests in an aggressive way and we don't understand why, right? So anger was one way that I thought that I was fulfilling myself and expressing myself. Yeah. But the Lord told me, he said, yeah, I said in my word, be angry, but sin not. Yeah. But he told me, as y'all heard this already, that anger is like a treat. Yeah. yeah, it's not, treats are not healthy, yeah. but it's okay to have them every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, so when people are angry and you express yourself through angry, it's anger, it's okay, but it's a treat. But if we only eat treats, we'll, we'll, we'll begin to get sick. Yeah, so that's not healthy for you. So anger is one way that you can express yourself, but you'll feel very empty afterwards. You know, I, a couple of weeks ago, I was feeling upset. I thought I was feeling a little angry, and I was, you know, expressing myself. And I felt good about expressing myself because I finally did that. But after that, I still wasn't fulfilled. And I'm like, dang, why do I still feel a little empty? Because that's not the way. He lets us, that's a grace, you know, but he lets us do that, but he said it's not the best way. So I want to talk about two kinds of fears really quick, okay? Preach with me because some of y'all already know what I'm going to talk about, right? There's two kinds of fears. The first kind is fear of the unknown that we all fear. I don't know what's next. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, that's good. So many things. But then there's another kind of fear, which is pretty good. This is, so we have fear of the unknown, and then we have fear of the one who knows. Yes, yes, so the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, right? So that's a good fear, he told me. Yeah, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's a special fear, because it's a reverential fear towards our God. So we can't just go and live and just do whatever we want to do, because the Lord is in every place. He's with us, he's in us, so that's the wise fear. But the unwise fear is the fear of the unknown. And what makes fear so weird is because it's never actually there. Fear is in your mind. Fear is spiritual. So all we do is imagine what we, what we don't want. And when you fear, I said last week, it, you put that in a place of faith. Faith is the opposite of fear, right? So the word says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. But when we fear all the time, we say, now fear is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. But when we fear, our fear is what brings the undesired thing to us. That's what I said, because that's the energy. You know, um, faith is the energy. Faith brings the thing that you desire to you, right? But when we put fear there, that's what we do. So now we wonder why, dang, I can never be happy. Every time I want to do something, I'm never happy. Every time I want to go here, it never works out because we expect things to not work out. It's the same with faith. If we just switch that thing, 
I'm telling you, so many things will happen for us. I missed out on so much, fearing so much. Fearing. But fear is not wise. And I'm going to tell you a story. <sighs> okay, they heard a few stories Wednesday. Um, but I'm going to tell y'all this story. Ever since I can remember in school, grade school, elementary, I was always fearful of asking a question in class. I don't know if I'm the only one. So instead of me asking a question that can put me back on track, I'm too scared. I was too scared to raise my hand and ask. And then I was scared because I didn't want anybody to know that I wasn't as smart as everybody in the room. So what did I do? Sit there, be quiet. So eventually, see fear comes in, in steps. The first thing I did, because I was too scared to ask questions, I started cutting class. Y'all know what that is? Not going, not going to my class. I will hide out in the stairwell so the security guards won't come get me until my next class, the class that I could understand better. But it didn't stop there. It went from cutting class to playing hooky. Now, whoever's from Jersey know what playing hooky is, but y'all call it skipping. Skipping school? Skipping. So I went from cutting class to skipping school. Why? Because I was so fearful. Fear, fear. So not only that, my principal called my mom and said, not only did she fail the class, but she failed the whole ninth grade. And I was like, whoa, because fear is there for us to fail. Fear is there for us to fail. We cannot move forward with fear. We cannot attain the things that we desire with fear. Let me move on. So when I, when I failed, the, failed the whole class, I'm like, man. Okay, so that's not humility. Because I, I equated that with like false humility, my fears. I thought I was a humble person. I thought I was all of this until I realized fear was running everything. Yeah, I, I was quiet because I thought I was pleasant. But when I got older, I said, oh, my goodness, that's fear. That's not the spirit of God. So I didn't attain a lot of things. But thank God that I met this man. Oh, my God. My mom, my mom was over the, she helped ran the church. And she, she did a lot of things, taught Sunday school. She put events together for Christmas, for the holidays. And I told the church Wednesday, I was like, man, my mom was the one who had to do the Easter speeches. And everybody had their Easter speech. I have about 50-something first cousins, I told them. And we all went to church together, all of us. So everybody had their Easter speech, and everybody did their speech. But my mom was the one that was running it. So you know she rehearsed with me real good so that her daughter can flow. I mean, she ain't got to be the best, but at least I want her to do good. Man, she worked with me all week, all week long until the moment I got up there. And when it was time to do my part, I said, uh, uh, every time, and I cried. I was so embarrassed, but only thing it made me do was just go more in. Like I wasn't, yeah, the more I found out that I was so fearful, I did less and less all the way to nothing. To the point where my mom's friends was like, is she ever going to be something in life? My mom would even say, like, daughter, I don't know what you're going to do when you, when you graduate high school because I don't even know what you like or want. And I was the kid who never, I didn't ask for stuff. My mom offered things to me. And so I was scared to ask. So this is what I'm saying, y'all. I was beyond fearful. So the fact that I told him, the fact that I'm standing up here shows y'all that y'all can do anything y'all want. This is the last thing that I wanted to do, was stand in front of a whole bunch of people, but I love y'all. That's number one. And love conquers, love conquers all. So the love got me up here, and my purpose got me up here, because my purpose 
is not my own. It's not my own. And so, um, who? Job. That's who I talked about last week. Job was one. He was a man. He was a man of God. God loved him. But the thing with Job is he, you know, he had a bunch of children, about 10 children. And every single day, Job would um, uh, burn sacrifices for his children. Um, he would say he would burn sacrifices for the things that they did and the things that they might do. That's what the scripture said. So the things that they might do was a little bit out of fear. Right. So when when he was trying to sacrifice so that God wouldn't destroy him for their sins, it still happened. And he said, oh, my Lord, the thing that I feared the most has come upon me. And he's saying I, when you fear is like faith. I keep saying it. You're going to draw it to you. But um, let me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what it is. My expectation is my invitation. That's what I was looking for. What I expect, I invite, whether good or bad. The, the Bible said, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. So he'll give you the desires of your heart. If you, if you let his mind be in you, him in you, you in him, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Amen? And through that, you'll, you'll receive all that you need. Here's the, here's the other thing. I was born out of wedlock, and I was always sad about that. I used to not feel good enough, you know, because my mom and my dad wasn't married. Yeah. And then my mom got married again a couple of years later. Well, she never got, she got married for the first time. I was two years old. So here's the deal. I had a stepfather in one home, and I, um, my, my biological father was married, and she had her kids. So in both houses, I was the stepchild. And because of that, I feel like I dealt with a lot of anxiety because I didn't really feel covered, you know, by my father. It was always I was under one man's roof and then another woman's roof. Because in my dad's house, my mom, his, his wife ran the house. And in my mom's house, my dad did it. I mean, you know, yeah, my mother's husband. And so I was never at peace because I was always trying to not cause a problem because I didn't want anybody to feel like I was a burden or too much. Um, in my mom's house, my stepdad gave my brother a lot of affection, but I wasn't his kid, so why would he do that? And I always wanted to be a good kid because I didn't want him to realize that he was taking care of me. Wow. It was so deep. My mind thought so deep, so I always wanted to be a good kid so that my stepfather didn't realize he was raising somebody else's kid. Wow. Now, I know it's a little too deep, but that's how I thought. So I always wanted, I never wanted to do anything wrong. So I lived in so much condemnation and so much fear, and it, and it affected my life. And so I was always never able to express myself, never able to, you know, because who cares, right? Yeah, but guess what the Lord told me? He said, Jesus was a stepchild. That was good, right? I was like, whoa, he was. Jesse wasn't his dad. Joseph. Joseph wasn't his dad. <laughs> Jesse wasn't his dad either. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Nope, he wasn't. But he said, he, the Lord said, well, what better father you would want to raise you but your heavenly father? That's why I'm here now, because my heavenly father raised me. Yeah, so, so Christ had been tempted through all points. He understands every single thing we've been through, from a stepchild all the way up to any type of hardcore anxiety or any type of fear. How I know in the garden. He was on his knees, sweating, Blood. Like I said, I'm up here sweating, but it ain't blood. 
So I ain't never had as much anxiety as, as Jesus. He was up there sweating blood saying, oh, Lord, is there a better, another way? Because this is hard and I don't really want to do this, but and it's going to be painful. I know it's going to hurt. It's going to be a process, but nevertheless. <sighs> and as nobody went through more than Jesus, so nevertheless, not my will, but your will. So he has experienced everything that we'll ever experience here in life. But I want to give you all some good news to not fear, right? I'm skipping over. I'm doing these highlights. And this is, this is why we shouldn't fear. For by him, Colossians 1 and 16 and 17, for by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers or all all things were created by him and for him and he is before all things all things and by him all things consist he is before all things he is before evil he's before our government so what that word is saying that nothing nothing can come to you without God being in front of it because he made everything animals insects crazy people government all of that we don't have to fear anything because the world is only going to get darker and gross darkness to people so people are going to get darker and darker but why would we fear we don't have to do that because again all things were created by him like I said in heaven everything in heaven I'm gonna explain this all the angels and all of that stuff in, in heaven in earth everything in earth dry land water bugs people anything okay thrones kingdoms africa wherever the kingdoms are i said last week wakanda we ain't got to worry about that dominions control people controlling the earth i ain't gonna go into that but control principalities spirits the powers strength in this world that you think is stronger than you but it's not all things were created by him. This is what he's saying. Good, bad, and ugly. I got another scripture. Another one. That's so good. Oh, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And I'm highlighting. I know it's not in the chronological order. But no weapon formed against us shall prosper. But I want y'all to, to listen to this scripture. Before, it's, this is the scripture before it. It says, if any nation comes to you, it is not because I sent them. Whoever attacks you will go down in defeat. I have created the blacksmith who fans the coals beneath the forge to make the weapon of destruction. And I have created the armies that destroy. So he's saying, I created the man and the people who made the weapon. So don't fear the person who made the weapon, nor the weapon. You can put that anywhere in your life. Whatever you think is a weapon against you, we don't fear that. We don't fear kingdoms. We don't fear anything. Amen? And so that was right before no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So he's saying the people that forms it, I don't care what country it is or what army it is, and they're talking about they coming here to bomb America. We straight. We're good. We're hidden. He said, the Lord have made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked in the day of evil. So the Lord, he said, I made wicked for the day of evil. I'm going to use wicked for my use. For my glory and the end time is not for you. Nothing, no wicked is for you. For I know the thoughts and the thoughts that I think towards you. Say of the Lord, thoughts of peace 
and not evil to give you an expected end. So if our end is expected by God and it's already written and it's already done before the foundations of the world, everything is done already, we just kind of walking it out, then why do we fear? We have no reason to. That's what it's sounding like. We have no reason to fear. Put no confidence in the flesh. I said that too. Not my flesh, not your flesh, not your mom's or your dad's, not your sister's or your brother's, nobody but Christ. Put your confidence in his flesh. His flesh was beaten for us. He went down, after he was beaten, he went down to hell, took the keys to death, hell, and the grave. Death, where's your sting? Grave, where's your victory? So not even, even unto death, it can't hurt us. Because I believe that before uh, believers die, God takes them. I don't believe that everybody suffered like we think they do. I was telling my husband, we grieve more over our family members that die because of how they die. For the most part, it's like, man, they were suffering so long. You know, it's the house for the most part. We're traumatized by the house. But we don't have to worry about that because if it was a very traumatic thing, God took them in peace. Don't even worry about it. I don't care if they was in car accidents. I don't care what happened to them. They were believers. And even if they wasn't, you prayed for them. Didn't you believe that? All of this stuff is true. None of this stuff is, is false. Everything we're doing is true. God has not given us the spirit of fear. I'm going to end it here because I'm steady yapping. He hasn't given us the spirit of fear, power, but of power, not weakness, love, not abandonment and alone, and a sound mind. What's a sound mind? A sound mind is a place where you can hear God. So when he says a sound mind, it's not, it's not what's that word? A storm. It's not a stormy mind, it's a sound mind. You take on that peace, and when your mind is sound, then you start to hear that still, small voice. So that's what he said he gave us, a sound mind, a peaceful mind. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Okay, that's, basically that's it, because I know pastor got to come up here, but from this point on, again, like I said, you see me up here? I know you don't know me like that, but believe everything I said. This was probably... It was the hardest thing for me to do was come up here and do this. So I'm telling you, you can do anything you want to do. Anything. I'm for real. Anything. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Yeah. But you have to depend on Christ to do it, y'all. Amen. That's it. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Clap it up for Pastor Tay, everybody. Look at your neighbor and say, what are you scared of? Look at the other one saying, what you scared of? Don't be scared. Don't be scared. God has not given us the spirit of fear. Woo! But a power, love, and a sound mind. I can do it. I can do all things through Christ. That's this, this morning, you're going to get encouraged. So go ahead and get ready to be encouraged. I know y'all sitting back like, what's the point? Encourage, encourage yourself. That's what I'm, pick yourself up from a low place, from low self-esteem, from doubt. And God is raising you up to another level today. If you receive it in the spirit, say, I receive that. I receive it. I don't have to feel different to be different. I don't have to feel favored to be favored. I don't have to feel blessed to be blessed. I oh. So... We're going from fears 
And after she preached, the God gave me a word for her. And I said, babe, you have just entered into the flip side. And I'm saying it to her, but I'm saying it to everybody in here. If you knew the depths of her fears and not just fears of her history. And I know some of y'all sitting there like, I've been through stuff too. That's why we're talking to you. Because it applies to you too. We never get up here and just talk about us and it just applies to us. It's supposed to apply to you. So don't sit there with a twitch lip like me too. You should sit there with your hands raised like me too. Anybody had a rough history but you ready for a blessed destiny? I had a tough history but I'm ready for a glorious destiny. Good God, if you believe your best days are before you, praise them like you're living in it now. How you gonna act when he bring you out? How you gonna act when he bless you? How you gonna praise him when he got when he gives you what you're expecting? How you gonna act that Sunday? The Sunday after he do it, how you gonna praise him? Ow! Faith is responding like it already happened. You lonely this Sunday. How you going to be the Sunday after you get married? Okay, look at y'all. You can't be you can't be depressed all the way up to the blessed date. You can't be stressed all the way up until he does it. I need people that will praise him as we go. I need people to praise him on the way your neighbor can you praise him on y'all not with me this morning I don't know what's wrong with him Stephen I can praise him on the way the journey is just as amazing as the destination can you praise him now live I'm still waiting for y'all y'all not here yet go beyond your fear go beyond your doubt praise him God I'm sorry what are you waiting for what are you waiting for? Action neighbor, what are you waiting for? To wait for him to do it before you praise him is almost the same as doubting that he can do it. If you save your praise for when he does it only, it's in the same arena as doubting. I'm just waiting for him to do it, then I'll praise him. You don't really believe he'll do it. That's not patience, that's doubt. <laughs> okay, I need to talk to, it's, it's going to be maybe about 50 people. It ain't everybody, and I'm sorry. I'll come back for everybody else in a minute. Some of you in here are expecting God to do something so crazy. Now, now, there are visitors here and there are churchy people here and religious people who think that what I just said is trying to get the audience excited. Because you know people, give God a crazy praise if you expect something crazy. I'm not trying to get you excited. When we moved to Orlando, we said, I want God to give us the Holy Land. Okay, y'all quiet. We asked around. Everybody was like, that's the craziest thing. The Holy Land, don't let nobody up in there. You got to have relationship with somebody. I didn't know nobody here. We just moved here. But I knew what God wanted to do at live. 
it's crazy. I wanted to, y'all not, y'all not with me. I wanted to, I needed God to give me favor that I could not get on my own. We started at a small church, Kingdom Church. I need my his, people that got my history to praise with me, please. There's about 200 of us every week. And then we moved to Apopka High School. All my people from Apopka, can y'all just help us out? While we were at Apopka, we said Easter is coming. I want to start the church Easter. Let's ask Holy Land if we can go there. We asked them. They said, absolutely not. I want to do that Michael Jackson freeze for a minute so y'all can feel every word that I just said. They said, no, thank you. We love you. I said, okay, we love you too. So we planned on doing the launch at Apopka High School until we got a crazy phone call from the Holy Land. Something just opened up. Do you still want to use the building? Not only could we use the building for that Sunday, but every week after you can use it. Look at your neighbor and say, that's crazy. But wait, there's more. And you can use the building at a cheaper price than the high school. <laughs> that's the show far, that's not this one. But can y'all praise him for that in the name of Jesus? This costs a little more. But give God a praise for what he did that day. I'm talking about you want God to do something crazy for you. You want God to open a door you can't open yourself. I'm here to tell you, I praise God in the small building. I praise God in the high school. I praise God in the shofar. And today, today, I'm going to praise him dream place praise him in the place I always dreamed of y'all not with me I don't get ready to praise God in the place you always dreamed of get ready to praise God in the place Driving the car you always dreamed. Living in the house you always dreamed. Married to the one you always dreamed. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. I'm not talking hype stuff. This happened for real in my life. Some of y'all still sitting looking like, that's good for you. That is so good for you. Because you don't even understand why I'm saying it. I'm not bragging. I don't need you to know how God blessed me. I'm telling you what he did for me because he's not a respecter of person. He don't love me more than he loves you. If he opened up the windows of heaven to me, it's about to open to you too. Get ready for the business you always dreamed of. Get ready for relationships you always dreamed of. 
Get ready! Praise him like you're ready. Hold on, hold on. The key was, and anybody that started with me, I need y'all to help me. Everybody at Apopka, everybody at Kingdom, I need you to help me. The key is, I praise him like this in the small place. I taught the word like this in the small place. You can't wait till the big place come. Because you'll show up empty. But if you praise him the whole way, you'll show up full. Tell your neighbor, I know I'm not there yet. Say, I know I'm not there yet. But I got to praise him on the way. I got to praise him like I'm already there. I got to... Praise him like you're in your wealthy place. Praise him like you're in your dream place. Praise him like you're in the place you always dream. You're about to live your dreams. I'm not trying to get you hyped, I'm testifying. What happened in my life is pouring on your life. I speak overflow in your life. I speak your wildest dreams come true because your heart is to give God the glory. If you're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus, he'll open up the windows of heaven. If you're not ashamed to give him glory, he'll bless your socks off. If you're not afraid to tell the world it's God, if you're not afraid to tell them about Jesus. If you're not afraid, if you're not afraid, this ain't the year to be super scared. I said, this ain't the year to be fearful. This is the year of the flip side. This ain't the year to be super scared. I know what day it is and I got to play on what day it is. But tell your neighbor, neighbor, this is the year. Matter of fact, this is the day. I'm going to declare this. I'm going to make a declaration over this day. This is not fearful Sunday. This is not super scared Sunday. I declare this is super bold Sunday. Put it up there. your neighbor say this is super bold Sunday I'm coming out of my fear coming out of my stress coming out of my anxiety coming out coming out coming beyond my failures I'm gonna be super bold you thought I was bold before just wait till you see me high five your neighbor say it's super bold Sunday super bold super bold yeah! Yeah! Tell your neighbor, I got soul, and I'm super bold. Yeah, I gotta go. Tell your neighbor, 
in Super Bowl Sunday. We were fearful, but we entered into the flip side. And God said, if you're not ashamed of me, I will bless you in ways you could not imagine. But you can't be scared to give me the glory. You gotta be super bold. You gotta, y'all. For we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is, y'all not hearing me. Say your name, but we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Don't be scared of the gospel of Jesus. I'm not ashamed. I'm bold about it. I'm not ashamed of the good news. First of all, it's good news. Why are we ashamed to tell somebody good news? Why can't you go to work tomorrow like you know I'm saved and I'm changed and he healed me and he bled? Never mind, I'll go to the other side. You know, I don't know if I told you, but I've been saved, healed, delivered, set free. I'm doing good. God is on my side. I got peace. Why are you ashamed of good news? Because Jesus is attached to it? Tell the world what Jesus has done. That's where blessings come from. If you're not ashamed of me, I'll bless your socks off. Because all you're going to do is tell the world, I did it. Look, look at your neighbor and say, tell him he did it. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall receive. Look at your neighbor and say, power. But not to lay hands on nobody. You got power to be witnesses, to tell somebody what he's done. You got power to be super bold. You got supernatural strength to tell the world what he has done. Why is your mouth so closed when he's done so much? Why are we so quiet when his blessings are so loud? Somebody scream! Goliath, I'm moving fast. Goliath came to the armies of Israel. You can go to the next one, just move with me. Yeah. And the men of Israel, every time they saw Goliath, every time they heard it, the Bible says they were fearful. They were scared. And they ran because of how Goliath looked. They ran because of what he sounded like. Gone are the days where you run from how something looks. Stop running from how something appears. Some men don't want to be married because they're scared of how commitment looks. They're scared of what marriage sounds like. But stop being scared of how something sounds. It's the organ. Stop, stop the organ. Let me calm down. Goliath didn't slap nobody. He didn't punch nobody. He just showed up. And what they heard about him shook the people of God. We're not scared of diabetes. Y'all, 
we're scared of everything we hear but you also heard that he's a healer that's look at your neighbor and say that's not the only thing you heard i know you heard some horror stories but you heard some glory stories high five your neighbor and say glory stories I need y'all to spread glory stories. It's enough horror stories going around. I need you to spread glory stories. Send out a group text of your glory story of how God brought. I got it. It's the Oregon. It's the Oregon. Somebody scream glory stories. He has come to defy Israel. And we know Israel's a nation. We know Israel's a people. But I just like how that looks, just literally. Goliath came to defy Israel. Well, what is Israel? Israel is what God called Jacob. He didn't say he came to defy Jacob. I come to defy what God called you. Y'all not ready this morning. I thought it was Super Bowl Sunday. Where y'all at? The devil is only coming against the calling of God on your life. The giants are showing up to remove the calling of God on your life. He's only after what God called you to be. The giants are showing up to defy Israel. Well, that's what God called me. I'm a man of God. Why am I not functioning like that? I'm a one of God. What are these giants doing? I'm a prayer warrior. Why am I so distracted? I'm an intercessor. Giants are showing up to come against what God called me. I'm a woman of integrity. Why do I find myself gossiping? God said Abraham is a prophet. Why was he lying? This is my sister. This is not my wife. Giants show up to defy what God called you. The enemy is not facing you in your life for who you are right now. The enemy shows up like picketers and rioters. They show up before the event to stop it. <laughs> the devil shows up before you become who you are to stop it from happening. It's quiet over here. Let me go to this side. The enemy shows up before you become that anointed man of God to prevent it from happening. But today we call Satan a liar. Because we are Super Bowl! Tell your neighbor I'm Super Bowl! He came up to come against what God called Jacob. Yeah. He says, and what shall be done to the man that kills him? The king will enrich him with great riches. He'll give him his daughter. Mm -hmm. So you'll have prosperity, kingdom connections, kingdom relationships, kingdom covenants, right? And your father's house will be free in Israel. 
Whoa. So all the bondage will be freed if this giant goes down. So not only will I be free, but my father's house. You see that? Everybody in my father's house will be free if I take down Goliath. Oh, okay. Yeah, I need y'all to understand something. Some of y'all are praying for your uncle, but all you got to do is take down the giant and your uncle will be free. And David said, he said, what shall be done to the man that kills the Philistine and takes away the reproach, the reproach from Israel? What you say? You say he's going to get a boo, some money, and freedom? Yeah. He, said, he said, for who is this uncircumcised Philistine? David got boldness because he understood the reward. Yep, yep, yep. God told me no boldness will go unrewarded. If you're bold, I'm going to reward. Do y'all, y'all don't understand the reward of boldness. You don't understand that prosperity is connected to your boldness. You don't understand that deliverance and freedom is connected to your boldness. Anybody ready to be free in the house? No boldness will go unrewarded. My wife kind of said this, and I'm going to piggyback off, and I'm going to close. This is my first closing. Y'all know I got three. She got one. I got three. Before. Before. She said, God is before. Before I formed you in the womb. <laughs> I knew you. Stop trying so hard to be known. Stop fighting for recognition. The one who matters already knew you. I'm here to tell you God is going to give you favor in the eyes of the ones who matter. I'm going to say that one more time for the people to my left. God is about to give you favor in the eyes of the people who matter. So stop focusing on people who don't People are gonna like you that can make moves for you. You want people who like that like you that are cute. Forget who you want. Stop making them matter. They don't matter. I'm gonna speak it again to this side. In the name of Jesus, God is gonna give you favor in the eyes of the ones who matter. Before I formed you, oh, we're gonna talk about that later this month. That's gonna be crazy. Before I formed you. You are an idea. You are my thoughts. Yeah. You're sitting on somebody's idea. You're sitting in somebody's idea. You didn't think about that, did you? You said, no, I'm not. This is chair number 108. Somebody thought that we need to sit down in something comfortable. Maybe we need to sit up there so everybody can see. This was an idea that you're sitting in. You are God's idea walking around. Before y'all, before they chose the color, they knew they were going to have rugs and carpet. Before he chose your eye color, he knew you were going to be on the earth. He knew you and approved you. I know you love your neighbor, but you don't need their approval. And because we fear not having their approval, we maneuver based on their likings. 
you adjust based on their likings because you want them to like you so much. Go after God liking you. I, I approved you as my chosen. So you were chosen before you had a body. Some of y'all waiting around here to be chosen don't know you already are. You're waiting to be approved and don't know you have already been stamped and approved before you were born. That's why we walk in fear. We don't know we're already approved. We don't know we're already accepted. That's why perfect love cast out. And before you were born, I consecrated you. You wait for a consecration service. You wait for an ordination service. You're already ordained. You're already consecrated. You're already ordained. You're already chosen to do good works. I've consecrated you to myself as my own. And I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Before this boy was born or had a body, he was a prophet. So what makes you think your calling is chasing you? Your calling is before you. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. What do you think about that, Holy Spirit and Son? What do you think about that? That's a good idea, right? And let them have dominion over the fish and the fowl. Let them do that. Yeah. And then he went to the ground. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And started making a design based on his blueprint already. So now I'm starting to form this idea around what I already purposed it to do. So if you're here, your blueprint is already set. If you're alive, your purpose is already established. You're not walking around looking for your purpose. Just live. Just be. And as you go, you, you fulfill. Good God Almighty. You, some of y'all are fulfilling purpose and don't even know it. Just by being, you are fulfilling purpose in your life. I'm going to keep going. He said, oh, go back. Go back. Go back. He said, oh, Lord, uh, I, I, I don't know how to speak because I'm too young. I ain't going to go on the youth. I'm going to wait till March 1st for you to get loose on them. I'm too young. Some of us say I'm too young. Others say I'm too old. Others say I'm too carnal. Others say I didn't read the Bible. Others say I'm not churchy. Others say I don't go to others. Whatever your excuse is. Why do we act like God didn't calculate that? So you think God chose you but left out your ratchetness? <laughs> he forgot how ratchet I am. God is so crazy. He ain't forget. He calculated. Every time they hit that nail in his hand, he calculated it. Every time they put that nail in his foot, he calculated it. Every time they pressed that crown of thorns on his head, he calculated it. And let me tell you, it's coming! He know how ratchet you are. That's why that, the cross hurts so bad. He know how jacked up we are. That's why them nails hurt so bad. He know how irresponsible we are with our health. That's why them lashes hurt so bad for our healing. 
Look at your neighbor and say, oh, he knows you. He knows you. Oh, he knows knows you. Yeah, say that. Say, he knows knows you. Yeah, he really knows you. He wouldn't have hung on that cross if he didn't know know you. He didn't hang up there for fun. He hung up there because we needed our ratchet sins to be covered. So by the time he tells you who you are, you won't fight him and say, but God, I know what you're about to say. I already covered it. Look at your name and say, paid in full. I feel good this morning, man. I'm almost done, but I feel good this morning. I love talking about my sins being covered. I love talking about my ratchetness being covered. I look, see, y'all not as ratchet as my thoughts are. Y'all not as crazy as my thoughts are. Y'all so saved that you think about Jesus all the time. But there are times when my mind just, God, I, got, I need the blood of Jesus. Anybody else like me? I need the blood. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. Why don't they talk about the blood no more? It's the blood that covers our sins. It's the blood that washes us. It's the, oh, God, the Bible. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. We got visitors. I'm sorry. I've been screaming since I got up. I normally talk. Sorry, visitors. But I'm not sorry. I'm trying to scream some stuff out of you. The devil been screaming stuff into you. We're going to scream some stuff out of you. Look at your name and say, shout it out. Shout it out. Shout. Ah! Shout till you feel free. Shout till you feel a breakthrough. Shout till you feel deliverance. Shout to the Mohoshata. I said, shout till you feel the wall come down. Shout till you feel the burden lifted. Shout till you feel the yoke destroyed. Everybody up in this building, open your mouth and shout. Why are we going to let Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson express the revelation of God in our lives? They say, don't get your passion, it makes you want to scream, makes you want to scream. Down in passion, baby, makes you. All this pressure, baby, makes you want to scream, makes you want to scream. They understand that when I Shabbat God, well, they didn't talk about God, but I'm going to flip it. This is the flip side this morning. When pressure is on my life, you don't get quiet. When things don't go your way, don't get quiet. Scream! Ah! Some of y'all can't afford to be quiet. You're too confused to be quiet. You're too stressed out to be quiet. You're going through too much to be quiet. I don't understand how you could be so quiet. Everybody up in the building, raise your voice! Yeah, 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 yeah,
Every time God tells us who we are, I chose you, I appointed you. We tell them who we're not. I'm not old enough. I don't speak. I'm not a preacher. I can't do what Pastor Ty do. I did not say do what Pastor Ty do. I said, I called you to be a prophet, not like him, not like them. I called you. I called you to be a woman of God. I called you to be a man of God, not like anybody else you see. So stop making excuses. I can't, I can't, I don't know how to speak. Here's somebody speaking, saying, I don't know how to speak. Isn't it funny that some of y'all are doing what you're saying you don't know how to do? <laughs> Next one. I don't know how to speak. But the Lord said unto me, do not say that. Don't say I'm too young. First of all, God didn't say, no, you're not. You might be too young. And that's the miracle I'm going to perform in your life. In others' eyes, you might be too young, but stop saying it. This year, you got to learn to watch your mouth. Liv, I'm about to close, but I need y'all to hear this real good. This is the year you got to stop speaking against God's possibilities. If it's possible to happen, I'm not going to speak against it. Whether I understand it or not, I'm going to go. Look at your name and say, go with the flow. Go with the flow. As we go, go with the flow. Don't say that. Watch your mouth. They're not going to listen to me because they know all my stuff. Don't say that. Don't say that. Because you're cursing what I'm trying to bless. You're speaking death over what I'm trying to speak life into. Don't say that because everywhere I send you, you're going to go. Whatever I command you to speak, you're going to do it. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid of them or their hostile faces, for I am with you to protect you always, says the Lord. Don't be afraid. Be super bold. Y'all quiet in here. I'm going to put my supernatural spirit on your life, and you're not just going to be bold. You're going to be... Y'all not with me yet. Y'all not with me yet. I said get ready to be super bold this year. Never mind. Because boldness is always in the face of some type of adversity. I'm not saying be arrogant. Arrogant means ain't nobody even coming for you. And you like, I'm here. Okay. Nobody's coming for you, bro. That's arrogance. I'm here. Okay, sis, sit down here. Nobody's coming for you. But when something is coming for you, and I don't mean people, I mean thoughts. I mean fears. You can't do that. You can't do that. In the name of Jesus, I'm super bold. Y'all quiet. In the face of adversity, I do it anyway. I never walked on water before, but God said do it, so I gotta be super bold in here. I gotta, I gotta. Look at your neighbor and say, I gotta do it. All right. Fellas, 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 men, I charge you, 
to be Super Bowl. Amen. What you mean, Pastor? <laughs> I got you. What? If you're married with your family or you chill, you got a household, be the one to wake up and say, hey, let's pray today. Look at this. Look at this. I'm so glad I said that because y'all are like, oh, I, I thought you meant punch somebody in the face for Jesus. I'll punch him for Jesus. No, punch your fear in the face and say, I'm grabbing my family and we're praying this morning. Y'all see? Set the, set the tone in your house. She wakes up with an attitude, babe, let's pray. I got you. No, I understand. Let's pray. Be bold. Y'all quiet. Be super bold. Put on supernatural boldness. Where my fellas go? I thought y'all was with me, fellas. Ladies, be super bold. Be bold enough not to be insecure. Ladies, uh-oh. I don't know if I should say this. Let me end this. Be bold enough to submit and not fear being overlooked or taken advantage of. There we go. Look how quiet it got. Okay. Be bold enough to give a soft answer. Because that turns away wrath. He comes in, I can't believe my boss. Get up, move, get out of my way. Okay, sweetheart, it's no problem, are you? Do you want something to eat? Be bold enough to serve. It's quiet. <laughs> Look how quiet it got. I love this. I love it. Woo! Yeah, you bold enough to tell off Cynthia. I'll tell you, what you want me to do? I'll be bold, all right. Because I'm sick of her anyway. No, be sick of you. I'm sick of not being the woman of God of this house. I'm sick of not being a virtuous woman. I'm sick of not being a wise woman. I'm not going to lead by my emotions this time. I'm going to be super bold and do what God... Y'all not with me this morning. It takes super boldness to trust God's way. That's what I'm saying. You got to trust, all right, God, if I do this, I'm not going to lose my, all right, I'm, I'm going to do this, but he's still going to respect me, right? Uh, I'm going to do it your way, but she ain't going to think I'm a punk, right? Ah. Uh. You got to be bold enough to do it God's way. Be bold enough not to have sex before you marry. Look how the blessed quietness in the whole building. I, I thought this sermon was going a total different way. But it's cool. I, I, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Look at this clap. It's cool. They just clap like, all right, this is cool. I'll take it. Be bold. You got to be bold to do it God's way. Especially in this culture. How you going to buy the car without test driving it? You just gonna marry him and you don't know what it's working like? You don't even know how it's working? Girl, you crazy. I'm not crazy, I'm super bold. And when I do it God's way, he gives me super blessings.
the Lord God, he it is that go with thee. He will not fail thee. In other words, he will not disappoint or deflate your expectations. He not fail, he, him not failing you means whatever you expect, he's going to come through. Just not your way. And he wants to do it his way so you can trust it for the next thing. He's not going to fail you. So if I stop doing drugs, I can still have fun and have joy? Yeah! And you'll have joy unspeakable. Full of glory. So if I stop doing that, I can have peace? Yeah! And you'll have peace that passes. It'll be better. Y'all quiet. It's not just right. It's better. God's way is not just right. It's better. The prodigal son ran back home. Not just because it's right, but because it's better than the pit. And I'm here to tell you this morning. God, I'm sorry. I'm screaming. And it's because of y'all. God's way is better than the pit. The palace is always better than the pit. So let me say it this way because some of y'all just think I'm just religious and I'm screaming. But I like to scream. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Everybody about to be screaming at 6.30. We might as well scream at 12.50. At 6.30. At 6.30. Y'all going to be screaming for who you hope going to win. But at 12.50, let's scream for the one who already won. He already won. He already won. Somebody scream! <laughs> Let me just read through the scripture. We almost done. Thank y'all for coming. Let your conversation be without covetousness. Don't want what other people got. Every conversation you got, you see her, yeah, I'm, but she, I'm, I like Nikki, because Nikki, but Kim Kardashian, every conversation is just coverage. I just want, you just want, you just want, stop. When you always speak cover, uh, about what you want and something else, you speak displeasure for what you have. You add discontentment to what you have. If all of your conversation is what you don't have, it makes you more irritated with what you do. And what you have could be good, but just because it's not that, it can make you frustrated. You have a great marriage, but just because it ain't like Will and Jada, you're like, this guy. Yeah, this guy's here. This guy's working every day. This guy's faithful. This guy... She ain't even, give her a minute. She done had five kids. Y'all quiet. <laughs> give her a minute. She'll bounce back. And if she don't, your kids is running around here. Love her in whatever state or shape she's in. Y'all quiet on that. That's real, though. That's real. People, never mind. I'm going to get on that subject. Do not talk about a woman's weight. If you talk about a woman's weight... You better have a bulletproof vest on. Because they're insecure about it. That's why I fear. 
Yeah, ladies, A, get over yourself. Yep. Uh, yep. I just got my teeth pulled, so I might have a little drugs in me, but I ain't scared. Got a little drugs in my system, so I'm not scared to say a few things, so let me get it all out while I'm under the influence, in, under the influence of him and that. Ladies, don't take yourself that seriously. Because if you keep living your life insecure, you do everything by fear. And everything you don't want will be invited in your life. But you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm beautiful. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just beautiful. All right, let me get y'all out of here. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Somebody just scream, hallelujah, Jesus. In conclusion, not my conclusion, but the scripture says. Who's the last one? No, it's, the, it's the, in the scripture. I'm almost done. Be strong. Let your boldness come from the Lord. Again, otherwise it's just arrogance. Otherwise, you're just walking around with an attitude like, move, 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 move. Don't walk around with an attitude. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Yeah, it says put on the whole armor of God, his precepts, his splendid armor, like a heavenly armed soldier that you may be able to successfully stand up against the schemes and strategies and deceits of the devil. So this boldness is against the strategies of the devil. Because he wants you to walk in fear. But this super boldness coming on you today is not going to be against your neighbor. It's going to be against the enemy. Because you trapped me for years. You bound me for years. But this Sunday God is setting me free. And who the sun sets free. High five your neighbor and say I'm free indeed. I'm free indeed. Okay, here we go. Let me end it. For the weapons. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but what? Mighty through God, through the pulling down. Somebody just go like this. Pulling down of strongholds. Do it again. Say, pull down strongholds. One more time, because God works in threes. Pull down any stronghold in your life. If it's lust, pull it down. If it's perversion, pull it down. If it's stress, you got to pull it down because it is too high. It has too much influence. It's too high. You, you value it too highly. So now it's a stronghold. You got to pull that thing down. So to pull it down a stronghold, look at this. Casting down imaginations. I love this, y'all. And every high thing that what? That exalts itself against the knowledge of God. You could be living for God. You could be doing everything right. You could be, but the evil will exalt itself. You don't have to do anything to encourage evil. The things that are against God, you don't have to do anything to encourage it. Lust, you, could, you don't have to watch porn to lust. You're going to be in the mall chilling like, oh my Lord, something just hit my, oh God, let me. Where'd that come from? It exalted its.
against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity. Oh, God, this is so good. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. So if your thoughts are not in line with God, God calls you to be the bouncer. I always say this, y'all. You got arrest it. Arrest every thought out of line. You got to bring it in line. I'm, I'm going to go there. And bring the captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ and having a readiness, here we go, to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Look at your neighbor and say, I want revenge. Say it again. I want revenge. That's where your super boldness comes in at. I was such a ratchet sinner. Now I want revenge. I'm going to be a righteous saint in the name of Jesus. I was a taker, but now I'm a giver because I want revenge. You stole half of my life and I want it back in the name of Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, I want it all back. Revenge all disobedience. I lived so wrong so long. The purpose is not just to get right. It's to revenge the wrong. I was extra wrong. So now I'm about to extra serve. I took advantage of everybody I met. Women just wanted money. I don't know what you did. You saw people as objects when you were in sin. Now that you're saved, whoa, now I serve you. Now I give to you. That's revenging. You got saved to do right now, not just to be right. Revenge all disobedience. It takes super boldness to revenge. And now I'm serving. Now I'm giving. Your offering should be amazing today. Because you only use your money before you got saved for your selfish gain. See, it's quiet now. You don't have to give a big offering. I said it should be because before you just use your money for your selfish gain. For, 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 oh, I ain't going to say. You know what you use your money for. So now to revenge that, I now give to the things of God aggressively because I'm revenging all. Y'all not ready. I need to be in a room full of fighters. Who? Salvation ain't for the punks. It ain't for, it's for people who are ready to fight for some things in here. Look at your neighbor and say, you got to fight for some things. I got two more scriptures. Thank you all for coming. Thank you all for waiting. Give now. Serve now. Because I'm revenging all my disobedience. I never gave God even attention. Now I'm giving him attention and money and volunteering. Because I'm revenging, y'all. Y'all don't like, we don't like anything that's not towards us. I gave out money last week. People's eyebrows was to the back of their head. Because that's just for you. But when it comes to serving others, which is your calling, we get quiet. That's how God funnels your blessings. Through you. Not just to you, through you. He gives seed to the sower. Watch this, y'all. Saul, King Saul, when he became king. I only got two more scriptures. Poor baby, bless him in Jesus' name. I'm sorry. 
I think I scared him a little bit. King Saul, the children of Israel said, we want a king like everybody else. Give us somebody. We're we looking at everybody else and we want what they got. He done brought us out of e Egypt. He done, we, we, done got all, we done got out of slavery 400 years. We saw all these miracles. We heard about it all. So we have a direct line with God. But we want man. So God said, here, choose Saul. Saul's hiding. When it, when it comes to the day for everybody to choose, Saul's like, it, he's scared. He a punk. Right? So Saul's scared. You, you the one. Oh, man. He did, Saul didn't want to be king. Read it. He did not want to be king. Through the whole time, he's people pleasing. He's pleasing the people. We know about the time when he kept the sheep, right? When God said, kill everything, and he kept the sheep. He said, I killed everything. Well, what's this bleeding of sheep that I hear? Well, the people wanted to keep that. Several times before that, he did things based on the people's preference. I read it. I'm like, wow. So Saul was like a punk king. I mean, except when it comes to somebody who got a real anointing that's called to take your place, now you want to throw spears at David. Wow. Mm, I ain't going to talk about that. So, the spot, the oh, y'all rushed me. So, Friends of Israel, friends of Israel were being encamped round about by the Ammonites. The Ammonites are enemies of Israel, longtime enemies of Israel. God promised to destroy their name from the face of the earth, right? Which was fulfilled later in scripture. The Ammonites are uh, uh, descendants of Lot, do you remember when Lot's wife turned? Yeah, she turned into the, the Heisman Trophy, right? So she turned into a pillar of salt. Just, just trying to do a little football relevance there. So Lot is left with his two daughters. They said, well, who's going to carry on dad's name? Let's get him drunk and let's sleep with him so we can have his kids. The first daughter went in and slept with dad. The son was named Moab. That's where you got the Moabites. You'll find that story in the, in the book of Ruth as well. Uh, well, not that story, but you'll find their, yeah, 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 yeah. The second daughter went in. She had a baby. His name was Ammon. That's where the Ammonites came from. So these two are descendants of, uh, 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 what is it called? Incest. God cursed them. He said, I'm going to wipe their name. And on top of that, they didn't help Israel. There's a long history that God had against the Ammonites. So the Ammonites are coming against friends of Israel, and they said, listen, when they saw them camping about their city, they said, hey, 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 don't kill us, Ammonites. Let us serve you. And the Ammonites said, okay, we'll let you serve us if we can cut out all your right eye. Everybody, we'll cut out everybody's right eye so that you'll be ashamed to serve. And they said, well, hold on. Give us a couple of days, and let's see if somebody will come help us first. And if not, we'll do that. So they gave him a couple of days, and they ran to Israel. They ran to Saul and said, Saul, your enemies are camping around us. They're talking about plucking our eyes out. Can you help us, please? And Saul, the punk Saul was like, but the Spirit of God came upon Saul mightily when he heard these words, and he became super bold. 
Sometimes God's spirit come upon you to make you mad at some stuff. Y'all quiet. I'm here to tell you God is going to make you frustrated at some things. Don't think it's the enemy. It's God stirring you up to fight against some enemies. Because some of y'all will be content with having dysfunction in your life. But God said, I'm putting my spirit on you so you'll be super bold and fight against it. Look at your neighbor and say, it's time to fight. I wish this was a, uh, never mind. Uh, never, no, stop, stop. The Spirit of God came upon him, and he got mad. That's the first time I've seen it in Scripture. Extremely, thank you. Extremely angry. There are certain things you got to get extremely angry with, or you'll continue to tolerate it. Something's got to change in your life, but it won't unless you take on supernatural boldness against it. Stop being so passive because you love the person that spirit is operating through. Stop being so passive. Stop, y'all. Stop it. Stop. Most of the reasons why we're at church today, whatever you need from God, most of it you can change yourself. But you just need super boldness. Everybody stand. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, I said it's Super Bowl Sunday. Come on, love, stand with me. Can y'all make some noise like you're at the Super Bowl? It's time to fight some things. God says, when he ascended on high, what's the last scripture? Wherefore, he said, when he ascended upon high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. I love this. I love how it looks literally. I love how it literally looks. Other interpretations say he led away the, the, the slaves or the captives. But I love it says he led captivity captive. It literally looks like God is saying, I'm about to trap what trapped you. I wish Liv can hear me this morning. Liv, you're about to enter into a season where you're about to trip up what had you tripped up. You're about to mess up what messed you up. You're about to trap what had you trapped. You're about to bind what had you bound. Whatever you bind on earth, I'll bind in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, I'll loose in heaven. Is anybody ready to be bold in here this morning? I said, is anybody ready to be bold in here this morning? Don't walk in fear. Hey, Tim, can y'all sing I have no reason to fear? Let's sing that. Don't walk in fear. We're walking in boldness. We're not ashamed of what God has done. Tell the world what God has done. Be a witness. It's Jesus. It was him. And come against your own fears. Your own fears. Be bold against that thing. Be bold. Like, listen, I trust God's way. I trust God's word. Despite of how it looks or how it seems, I believe God rather than the lie. The devil is a liar and he lies to us every day. The devil is a liar. He doesn't lie to God. He can't. He lies to us. You can't do. You won't do. It's not good. Just wait. No, not now. All the discouraging things. But God is saying, go now. Be bold now. In the name of Jesus. This is your Sunday to be super bold. Yeah, clap your hands for Jesus. Be super bold.
Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you are blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.